0: Hi, I'm Morgan Day, and I'm a fan of Glen Torn FC in East Belfast, Northern Ireland.
1: Hi, Morgan. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to be speaking to you. Your story is one of the sweetest and most, I, I think it's just pure serendipity. That's what I would call it. It's just pure serendipity. So without taking too much away from it, uh, I'd like you to tell us how and why Glentoran FC.
0: About a year ago, it was April 23rd of 2020. Somehow I became the queen of East Belfast and uh, that was uh, the team there is Glentoran. And so I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, how I became their queen. <laughs> I. <laughs> um, it was on that day, April 23rd. Uh, they designate that as Morgan Day right. in East Belfast And I had no idea I, you know, as an American, I do not follow um, football or soccer in Northern Ireland or any other, uh, any other region. And so on that day, I started getting all these uh, tweets sent to me and people were tagging me on Twitter and wishing me a happy Morgan Day, which is my name. And I couldn't figure out what was happening. Uh, The first four, they referenced soccer I could make out that there was a soccer field um, there were soccer players on that soccer field something big happened and mm-hmm. that big thing that happened was 15 years ago I, I got that much out of it
1: that.
0: Uh, and it was a big deal and there was something to do with a, a chicken emoji <laughs> um, and the color green and that that's all I knew and so I had um I rounded up these tweets and I tweeted them back out and said you know Apparently, something happened 15 years ago involving my name, hashtag Morgan Day, and perhaps a chicken. <laughs> and I don't know exactly what it is, but now these internet strangers think that I'm their queen. Uh, wh- whatever it is, I'm all for it. Um, go team! And it just blew up. It found it found the right people in Northern Ireland who loved uh, this soccer team, Glen Torren, and they started educating me about, oh, this is why we're talking to you today because we have this designated day every year where Chris Morgan, who used to play for the rival team Linfield, he was now on the Glen Torren team 15 years ago and tapped in the game-winning goal against Linfield. And so all of these factors just came together to create this, you know, huge moment for this uh, football club, and so they celebrate it every year. And it just so yeah. happens last year they decided that it was funny that I have the handle Morgan Day on Twitter, and so that's how they found me. And we just rolled with it. And they, it, it was really funny because they just educated me about what the day was, and this is why the heck we're talking to you in the first place. But like I told you, I did not understand at first. I had no clue what was going on.
1: That's so amazing. You know, I keep telling uh, people that when I talk to people about, you know, the club, uh, you don't find the club, the club finds you. In your case, yeah. it was literally true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they found me all right. Yeah, lots yeah. of them. They all they all found me.
1: But uh, but then I- I- sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, I was just going to say that that day was extra special because, um, you know, I wanted to talk to you about the gentleman, Alan White, who lives here around Oklahoma City. Uh, He is from East Belfast and he moved here uh, several years ago uh, when he was in college to play sports here and never left. And so he's had this love for Glenn Torrin this entire time. And he, um, he also is a Twitter user and so his friends in East Belfast heard people in the grocery store in line talking about this Morgan Day in Oklahoma City, and they knew Alan lived in Oklahoma City. So they texted him and they said, do you know anything about this Morgan Day wow. stuff that's going on in, in your neighborhood? And he goes, no, uh, but he looked into it and he was like, wow, this is I, I don't know her. But you know, this is happening right here. And this is my hometown from long ago and my hometown now. And so it created this really cool connection for him. So he, he DM'd me on Twitter and said, if it's not too weird, I'd like to give you this uh, Glen Torn top, uh, this Glentorn scarf, and a book about the Oval, which is their stadium, which has a really storied history to it. Um, and I thought, I'm not usually the kind of person to give my home address to an internet stranger, but Alan seemed very legit, very safe. And so, you know, this is in the height of the pandemic and he came over to my home he set everything on the ground outside and we had, you know, masks and everything. And he stepped away from it. And then I came up and, and grabbed everything. And I got my uh, top on my scarf and I held up the book and we did some really cool uh, social media stuff where I addressed the people in East Belfast and uh, addressed um, my new family. Uh, you know, this, this whole crowd that embraced me. Uh, so that was a really special part of it, too, was meeting him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we follow each other on Twitter and Instagram. And um, I actually got a beer with him the other day. We had been waiting a whole year for things to finally, um, you know, get better during this pandemic and be safe enough for us to sit down and, and actually have a face-to-face conversation with each other. So we we did that a couple weeks ago at one of the local bars around here and just had a blast. And so he's like actually somebody I would hang out with in real life he he is a legitimate
1: friend now that's brilliant that's that's so cool man and that's why i i love your story because you really got into it in fact i think you'd reply to everyone who tweeted
0: so i think part of that comes down to i i work in this field of uh digital marketing and social media and it is i i hate to um not acknowledge people when right. they are trying to engage with you. And I've always been very, very big on that, whether it's me personally or it's a brand that I'm, you know, working behind the scenes on. I really, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth where you yeah. see somebody reaching out to somebody else online and they get nothing in return. Um So that's just, it's just not the way I operate. And so I believe everybody Um, You know, these are real people trying to talk to you. And so um, I just kind of took my personal mantra of like everybody's important and uh, ran with it. And I I think you're right. I think I was able to at least like or respond to everybody. And that's probably why, um, you know, a little bit why it blew up as much of it as it did, because uh, that engagement leads to more engagement. And it really wasn't my intent to have it blow up. Um, But I was having fun with it at the same time. You know, I I didn't want it to stop. I was having so much fun. And I remember um, I reached out to my boss because this was during the workday for me. It was probably like nighttime for people in East Belfast. Um, But this is during my workday when I should have been at my computer in my home uh, doing all of my client work. And so I called my boss and I said, hey, Greg, um, something's happening online. Uh, And he goes, oh, I know. I see it because he's he's like very in tune to what I'm doing on Twitter. He's probably one of my biggest Twitter fans, actually. (laughs) Um, and so I said, there's something happening. He goes, oh, I know. And I said, do you mind if I just take a little bit to, to have fun with this? And he goes, anything you need, do it. This is so funny. Don't worry about anything else. Just talk to these people. They're, they're loving it. You're loving it. Lean into it. And so I got my boss's approval and we just ran with it.
1: That's so cool. It, yeah,
0: cool boss.
1: Yeah, cool boss. <laughs> <laughs> and what did your family and friends think about it?
0: Uh, they thought it was hilarious. Um, they, they said it couldn't have happened to a funnier person. And so some people say that it couldn't have happened to a funnier person and others say, well, of course, that would have happened to you. I never know how to take that. Um, but what, why me? Why is it so obvious that this would have happened to me? That part I don't understand. But when they say, you know, couldn't have, couldn't have happened to a funnier person, what they mean is I, I don't follow sports. And, you know, when I go to a soccer game, I see the people on the field, I get the general premise of the ball goes this way and that way, but I don't actually know what's happening. And so here you have this kind of ignorant American who got dragged into uh, this big Internet thing and she has no clue what's going on. And so to me, that's part of the, the funniest part of it. Um, because I I don't know how it would have gone if I was like a soccer or football expert. I'm not sure it would have been as entertaining as
1: it was. (laughs) No, but you you were so open to it. I saw the the tweets and the thread. You were so open and willing to engage with people. And I think they really warmed up to that, you know, to be able to share those stories with you.
0: Yeah, and, and part of it is just like my personality online. I don't, I used to tweet like, when I was younger, I used to be on Twitter all the time and I'd probably tweet 10 times a day, everything that I was doing, like a play-by-play of my day. And that's, that's not really what I do anymore. I check in with it, but you know, I might tweet once every couple weeks or once every few weeks, um, but I engage and I talk to people and I like things, um, but it, yeah, it is. Uh, it's a little bit different for me now. So for that to happen, um, it kind of got me like re-engaged in this platform that, you know, I, I don't pay as much attention to uh, anymore, but I love it. You know, Twitter is one of my favorite places to be.
1: When, when I said earlier that you really got into it, you got into it so deep that come December, you had a really special address.
0: Yes, I am. Um so they do a a Queen's speech there every year. And so what they had me do was uh, deliver a Queen's speech, because uh, they listen in East Belfast, they get a Queen's, like the literal Queen's speech uh, every Christmas. And so um, I wish I could take credit for writing all those clever, brilliant things that were in there. And, uh, you know, I had some great historic stuff um that was a little over my head and I think everybody knew too this this girl does not know (laughs) the history of all this um it was provided to me and um, we did a couple practice runs I did that with Alan actually and a couple things I had to ask him what does this mean is this is this correct so there were several things like I was trying to fact check myself to make sure I wasn't saying anything that I shouldn't be saying um and he really <laughs> he helped me with that like I had no idea um, what the word motherwell meant maybe that's really obvious for some people even Americans but that's not a word I hear every day so I had to be like Alan what tell me what mother well is the mother well like what is it um yeah, there were lots of, lots of instances like that that had to be explained to me, but it was a lot of fun. And it was another instance where everyone was like, oh, here she is again, you know, like they didn't, I don't think they expected to hear from me that day, but they popped up in their Twitter feed with, you know, more Queen stuff.
1: It was brilliant. It was really well written and, and you did such a good job of it as well. Well, thank you. <laughs> Football fans, stuff like this, we just lap it up, man. And I see how they have really adopted you now. Once they've adopted you, they're not gonna let you go easily.
0: Yeah. That's what they tell me. Um, they say, uh, you know, I, I was like, Oh, this is I, I probably said something like, Oh, this is fun for now. And they're like, For now, this is forever. Yeah. <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? And uh, you know, lots of people saying once once we know about you, like you're not out of this. This is a lifetime. Uh, commitment that you are now in and uh, they they were right I think somebody tweeted at me uh, eight weeks before this past Morgan Day and they said um, eight weeks out and I I tweeted back at them are we really starting this countdown eight weeks from now (laughs) and uh, sure enough they they did they started the countdown eight weeks out
1: brilliant you did anything special for this year
0: I wore my, it was a work day again. So um, I wore my scarf around the office and nobody even asked me about it, but I I committed, I committed in that way uh, to at least wear the scarf around and uh, I got some funny looks, but nobody, nobody thought to ask me what was going on. Maybe they thought that it was just part of my regular everyday office attire. Who knows? But yeah, that, that was it. And then the day before, Alan and I, that's when we went out for a beer to celebrate. So it wasn't on Morgan Day, but it was close. I
1: i saw that little video that you made. And, and he's been dubbed the uh, Hand of the Queen.
0: Yes, the Hand of the Queen. Yeah. So far, I don't know anybody else from East Belfast who lives here. It's, <laughs> for me, it's just Alan.
1: So your local football club also got into it.
0: Yes. Yeah. So somebody had tweeted at me. In 2020 on Morgan Day, they said, oh, this is this is great what's happening with Glen Torrin, but please don't forget about your local football club. And so I tweeted back at them a selfie where I'm holding up my uh, Energy FC kit that I had got a few years ago. And every time I go to a game, I wear this one, even though it's years past. I still wear the same kit every time I go to the games. And so I held that up, took a selfie and then tweeted it back at this person. And then that blew up and the energy uh, started roping me into things. And I love this tweet that they had where uh, they showed the picture of me and my glentorn top and my scarf. And then the picture of me with my uh, energy kit and they made like a virtual handshake. They said, Glenn Torrin, wow. meet us. Uh, you know, we're we're now friends for life. These two football clubs are now friends for life. Um, and they, I, I don't know if it's like an official designation, but they said basically like, this is our sister club uh, in, in East Belfast. Uh, so it's it's, you know, somewhat legitimate, this connection that they made. I don't know if they've gotten any, like, signatures on paper to finalize that. But I, I think they consider themselves uh, sister
1: clubs now. So cool. It's so brilliant that you and Alan are now, I mean, you're ambassadors, really, of these clubs.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I was saying earlier, it's serendipity. It's amazing. I'm hoping that you can tell me a little bit more about Alan.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's wonderful. Like I said, I I waited an entire year to actually sit down and have a beer with him, um, which, you know, was 364 days too long. Um, But he's, he's really a good supporter of his community. And I I remember when everything started happening on the, the first Morgan Day I was involved in, somebody was like, Oh, how could you give your Uh, address to a stranger on the internet. And I said, I I thought about that. I'm like, you know, young woman, I typically would not do that. But I said, you know, if you went to Alan's uh, Twitter page, you could see that he is uh, advocating for positive things here. He, I I think I had referenced the fact that he had ordered shirts from the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, uh, because they had a really." a really big year during the pandemic. Actually, um, they made national news. And so they they really leaned into uh, the publicity and the merchandising. And so he and his wife, Jennifer, um, they had pictures of themselves holding up their cowboy museum t shirts. And I saw that and I thought this, this cannot be a bad person um, to, to support your community in that way. I mean, all it took was a museum t shirt. And I was like, heck yeah, we're, we're all right here um but he's I'm just super down to earth mm. and funny like like i said he's somebody i can actually be friends with
1: yeah. in
0: your life you know you're not always compatible with everybody yeah. but i think alan and i we really do get along you know out, outside of um you know him being a, a big part of the community with Glenn Torn, um he's he's building communities uh, around lots of things. Like he's involved in uh, cycling groups. And so one of his big things, you know, I've, I follow him on Instagram and it's just a whole bunch of photos of like, you know, a Monday night ride where he got together with dozens of people and um, they end up at the same spot and they're all having fun and having a beer and, and talking about why cycling is important to them. And so cool. um, it's, yeah, it's really special to see. And uh, I remember the other day, his wife, his wife, you know his wife and I are friends now too. She commented on one of my posts and um you know I was out hiking um and she said if you love hiking you should try biking <laughs> and um she invited me on one of her women's group rides and so I think Alan's wife and I will probably end up going on some bike rides together too.
1: Amazing amazing mm-hmm. and that's 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 really what you know the the stories like this about friendship and community. And especially at a time like this, you know, where everyone's going through so much. Yes. It's really, really heartwarming, this story. And I really thank you for sharing it.
0: Yeah, we're we're still having fun with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you learned a little more about the history of the club?
0: Uh, just the tidbits that have been tweeted at me. Um, what I find really interesting, actually, is the history of their stadium. They said, um, you know, it had been bombed uh, during World War II, I believe. Okay. And... Um, it's the area where they um, make ships. And so um, they tell me that that is also where they built the Titanic. Oh. And so um, so I have that book about the Oval, their, their stadium. Right. And I, I haven't read it cover to cover yet, but I intend to. And I think I'm going to get a lot out of that whenever I do dive into it.
1: Uh, it's now on your bucket list, the Oval.
0: Yep. They they always ask, uh, when are you coming over here? And during the pandemic, of course, it's like, who the heck knows? Um, but they things are getting better in the US and there's light at the end of the tunnel. People are traveling for leisure now. There are safe ways to do it. And so I think it's just a matter of having the resources, having the time, figuring out, you know, when is the best time to do that. But I've got I've got Northern Ireland on the bucket list along with Germany, and I might pair um, those two together at the same time when I go.
1: And get, catch a game? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> ABHD always be hating Tulsa.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess we have a very big rivalry between our local soccer team here, um, the Energy Football Club, and then uh, Tulsa's team, Tulsa's, you know, about an hour and a half east of us. Okay. And um, our, you know, state rep, Forrest Bennett, he's a very, very big soccer fan. And so he looped me into this video uh, last year where basically we're just ripping on Tulsa <laughs> left and right. <laughs> and so, uh, I had no, I really had no dog in the fight, but, you know, obviously I'm somebody to say, yeah, I'll go along with that. So I went <laughs> along with that. And um, he he explained that, you know, Tulsa was very jealous of the fact that we had organically made this whole Morgan Day thing happen. And we got the energy FC involved. And, you know, it it was a, a big deal here and how fun and how cool. And he said Tulsa was just so envious of that, that they they couldn't have something that happened organically, although they they tried and they failed, it, did, it flopped. And so he had me help him with a video where we just roasted them. <laughs> um, it, I'm always kind of hesitant to do stuff like that because, it, like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. And man. so when people come for me, I'm like, hey, man, I don't know. I just I just went along with it. <laughs> And that, that happened on the first Morgan day too, where people, um, you know, they, the haters came out and they, you know, the people who were um, really into Winfield. So the Winfield supporters were like, why do you have to get this stupid American involved? This is so lame. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just having fun, y'all. This is, this is not, this is not that deep. This is not that big of a thing. Um, And some of them, you know, there's not like a language barrier but I don't know all the phrases that they use in Ireland and Northern Ireland and so they would say something and I couldn't tell if they were making fun of me or if they were um encouraging me and so I'd have to ask somebody um is it? am I getting roasted here or are they like yay this is good um I could never tell because I just like some of the phrases I had no idea uh, but I did learn like a good good crack or good crake that that means you're doing a good job you're being being a good sport so that Brilliant. I can't pronounce it but I know that
1: one stories are like yours where people just open their arms and welcome you and you know it's so amazing that this has happened and really I, I'm hoping that you get go there soon and will send me pictures of the oval
0: yeah but- it reminds me on Twitter, I had told somebody like, this is the sweetest, nicest fan base I could have tapped into. And so some of the Glenn Torn folks were like, is she talking about us?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were being funny. But, um, you know, football fans can get kind of, you know, boisterous, rowdy. And they were like, is she? She means us, right? <laughs> um, yes, I mean you.
1: <laughs> I, I know your journey has not been as long as maybe some others. But what has it brought to you? What has it meant to you in your life?
0: How, what it means to me? Wow. Um, I I think I have to go back to you know paying attention to people. Um, that that's the biggest thing for me. This never would have happened if you know this this gentleman. His name is Matt C. He was the first person who tweeted at me, and he wished me a happy Morgan Day, and that's literally all he said. Um, and I could have ignored him but I didn't and I responded to him and I said thanks stranger and I think that engagement got more views and so somebody else tweeted at me and it, it snowballed from there and it never would have happened if I didn't take the time for people and so that's what sticks with me is like that's my mantra that's what I want to live by whether it's on social media if it's somebody you know, trying to talk to you in real life, uh, everybody deserves the time, everybody deserves the attention. And so that's one thing that, um, you know, it's the way I lived anyway, but it is reinforced after this, I would say.
1: Morgan, thanks for coming on Faraway Fan and telling us this unique and wonderful story of yours.
0: It's been fun. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And I hope, uh, like I said, I hope you get out there soon and send us some pictures.
0: I will. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. (laughs) thanks Morgan yeah thank you thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed the show do leave us a review and you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Farway Fan Pod that's Farway Fan Pod thanks again